Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of The Edric Show. I am your host, Edric Jerome. This is the place for intelligent conversation with interesting people. Please hit that subscribe button, drop us a comment, let me know how I'm doing so I can continue to bring you this great content each and every week. My guest today is Dee Johnson. Dee is the founder and executive director of the Linda, Hound, Linda Hand Foundation based in Oakland, California. Dee, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I really oh, appreciate this opportunity. You're welcome. My pleasure. My pleasure. So uh, let's start out. Tell me about Linda Hand Foundation. Well, let's see. 25 years ago, after um, having lung cancer, uh, I was a foster parent for nine years prior to that. So um, because I had was still here, obviously, there was more work for me to do. And since I had the love for children, I uh, started meeting with other groups uh, in the community and um, found out about a homeless shelter that was at the corner of 16th and Clay called the Henry Robinson Multi-Service Center. So a uh, few of us uh, put our hands together and decided to do some raffles and fish fries. I'll never forget being in my grandmother's kitchen frying fish hmm. so we could raise some funds in order to do 100 Easter baskets for the children that were residing in that site. Um, from there, we started a team talk program and uh, a holiday celebration. And what we're widely known for is our back to school giveaway. And since, um, so in 1999, we developed the back to school giveaway, giving out 200 backpacks. Uh, last year, in honor of our 25th year anniversary, we did 25,000. And this year we're slated to do 10,000. So currently we have given out over 133,000 uh, essential educational supply kits to underserved youth in uh, Oakland, Alameda County. Um, what are some of the specific areas of needs uh, for your, the underserved population uh, in Oakland and Alameda County? And how are those needs identified by your organization? And how are you targeting to make sure that they get the services and supplies they need? Well, the biggest one, of course, you know, is housing. Um, so we're not at a capacity right now, but it's in our thoughts to figure out a way where we could possibly um, help to secure housing for families. Um, we do support families with housing, on, you know, during emergencies. Uh, we recently helped during the flooding um, to support uh, in whatever areas we could. And um, we also do, um, there's food insecurities and you know, the cost of everything is just skyrocketing. Right. It's kind of, it was already bad <laughs> and now it's just skyrocketing and, you know, the PG&E on top of it, um, you know, just trying to stay warm and we're in these cold days. So we help with food insecurities, clothing, Again, the back to school giveaway, making sure students are equipped and ready to start the new school year. And also we're doing uh, working on uh, snacks for the classrooms and also food for families um, to get, you know, a help at least twice a month with fresh fruits and vegetables and whatever we can do. Um, and we have a, also we have a holiday celebration. We just had that in December where we were able to provide um, 300 children, one to 11, with a new coat and uh, pajamas, toys, and then also for the youth uh, additional school supplies, as well as gift cards, and families receive food gift cards. 
So we had a big celebration, which was our 23rd annual uh, holiday celebration. So those are some of the ways in which we help. We also have a scholarship program and uh, we're working on our pathway to the future, which uh, covers the backpacks, uh, scholarship, youth development, and we're gonna be working on our workforce development training with you soon as well. So those are the things that we do. Uh, with all the good work that you're doing, um, maybe you can talk about some of the folks you partner with or some of the entities who help you uh, deliver these services. Okay, right now we're working with the Matilda Cleveland um, transitional site. We've been working with them for many, many years. Um, families in transition, um, Lion Creek community, the Black Culture Zone, uh, East Oakland collectives who work very closely with the unhoused um, families. And basically, wherever we can just lend a hand, that's where we are. Um, we do food distributions and just, you know, just help out however we can. <laughs> Um, if you need had an ask or if you really wanted to talk to the community about some of the things that your organization needs, um, what are some of the things that, that people can really help you with uh, to provide those services? Well, on a large scale, <laughs> there would be some storage, hmm. um, storage space that we wouldn't have to pay for so that we could um, continue to make sure we have everything that's needed when prices come up or just on a, on a regular basis, just to provide, you know, if it's kangas, if it's pajamas, if it's coats, whatever that, that case is, you know, again, things are so very high. And so it takes all our energy to make sure that we are, you know, fulfilling the operational needs to make sure that we can run our programs. So um, monetary, of course, in kind, volunteer services, and we're getting ready to uh, work on our giving out 10,000 backpacks this year. So we definitely need help with that monetarily. And there's also volunteer opportunities. So uh, a donation of $5 helps. It all comes together. Uh, if I can ask, what fulfills you or what what brings you joy when you are in these services? Because I, mean, I mean, I imagine at times with all the needs out there, it can get to you a little bit, but... Tell me about how you feel when you're able to to help people who are really desperately in need of help. Well, yes, it, it takes a lot of work. A lot of sometimes there's some sleepless nights and trying to figure out how to pull everything together. However, when we see the children, um, there's a clip that was just put out not too long ago. Um, when we see the children uh, getting these their backpacks and they're looking in there and they have their supplies that they need. We go into the classrooms and we just really see how appreciative they are because it's very important. Um, and then at our holiday celebration, when the children go into their gift bags and we make sure they're all personalized and they get their coats and they have toys and just all those things that they probably would, well, more than likely they would not have. So that brings me a lot of joy. My mom um, taught me at a very early age how important it is to give back. That was some of her last words before she left here to make sure that I continue my work, even though it gets hard sometimes, challenging, of course, but I continue to just push forward as long as I can. So we're trying to bring in um, you know, some additional help, um, staff, 
um, just to make sure that we can continue to be uh, a blessing to others. Uh, well, do you, if people want to help out, volunteer, uh, make donations, where can they go? Okay, so by email, it's uh, info at lindahandfoundation.org. Our website is lindahandfoundation.org. And our phone number, 510-553-1262. Well, Dee Johnson, founder and executive director of Linda Hand, I want to thank you so much for the good work you're doing. And I want to thank you for taking the time to come on The Edric Show. And I really appreciate you giving me this opportunity. And hopefully someone will hear about our story and we'll be able to help even a little. Thank you. You're very welcome. This has been another edition of The Edric Show. I am your host, Edric Jerome. This is the place for intelligent conversation with interesting people. Hit that subscribe button. Let me know how I'm doing. And I really appreciate your comments. I want to thank you for tuning in and I'll catch you on the next episode. Mm -hmm.